This is Finding Winners, and we're about to talk harness racing. We'll focus in on Menangle tomorrow night. Uh, Fred Hastings, he wasn't tipping enough winners, so we brushed him. And no, that's not what happened. That's not what happened at all. But uh, we've got Mick Gearan joining us from New Zealand to have a look at Menangle. G'day, Mick. Morning, fellas. Hope you're well. Um, yeah, the reason Fred and I have swapped is Fred's far less likely to be out partying on a Saturday night so he was better placed for the Sunday morning. Although I'm saying that at the moment, fellas, no one's out partying on Saturday night, so it probably wouldn't have mattered too much. It's funny you should say that. We talk about Menangle tomorrow night, and that would usually be the absolute focus of the section. We'll get to that shortly, because they do have the main metro meeting there, but we are spreading the love in New South Wales today. We have three meetings today, Wagga, Newcastle and Parks, and they're all proper meetings. First of all, at Parks, we have a couple of Breeders' Challenge heats. The Breeders' Challenge, a bit discombobulated this year, but Harness Racing New South Wales are making it happen. So that's this afternoon. So we have Parks this afternoon, so my Parks tonight, where they have that meeting, and it's going to be good. At Newcastle, we have a Miracle Mile horse racing. The Black Prince goes round. Uh, at Newcastle tonight. He should be winning race six, number six. So a genuinely good horse, the Newcastle mile winner. And at Wagga, which is the day meeting, which kicks off shortly in the Riverina, we have a cracker. Maybe the best race of the weekend is actually there. It's at 5.50 tonight. And that's Rockin' Marty for David Hewitt, who ran second in the Blacks of Fake at Group 1 level last time, up against Ignatius who's another Miracle Mile horse. So usually the Friday would be an entree to Menangle. We have very serious racing at all three venues today, and all of those markets are open. So the Black Prince, I thought, might be a dollar thirty. He's actually $1.65 for the multi-takers. And that race at Wagga, it's an absolute beauty. The last on the card there are some serious horses, uh, getting a dollar sixty-five for Ignatius, I think Rock and Marty can beat him at two fifty. So good regional harness racing, as harness racing New South Wales is in a regional racing model at the moment. Before we head to Menangle tomorrow night, where gents, the quaddy, I hate to say it, looks easy. Wow. Okay. Well, you've got what are you just going to one out each leg, Mick, or how are we playing it? Look. Rock and Roll Angels should just win race five. So the meeting's got the eight races tomorrow night. First race goes at 5.47. Race five, Rock and Roll Angels up against the Mears. She beat the Mears last start. She beat the boys two starts ago. So she'll just be winning unless something goes wrong. She's odds on. Okay. You're not going to get carried away with that. Race five, number eight. <clears throat> race six, there's a horse called Pocket of Terror who's been running play seats, race six, number eight, but he loves 2,300 metres. 2,300 metres is his go, as opposed to the normal 1,600 or 1,609 at Menangle. It's not a strong field. He's beautifully placed. He does have a tricky barrier draw, but I think lots in his favour. Almost one out on him, but an 80% spend on one ticket for him, Pocket of Terror. There's around $3.20 available for him, which is, I thought, overs, mainly because of the barrier draw. And then in race seven, there's a newcomer to Menangle. Race seven, number eight, one Magic Kenny. Race at the highest level of trotting races in New Zealand. The Kiwi horses often struggle when they get to Menangle for a mile race because they're not used to that type of racing. 
<clears throat> he's fresh up on a 2,300-metre standing start, and he's off 20 metres, which gives him lots of time to find his feet. His recent trials for Blake Fitzpatrick have been very, very impressive. So we're going big on our quality ticket. Race five, number eight, into race six, number eight, and then race seven, number eight, all the eights, eight, eight, and eight, and that leaves you with the last leg where you might be able to split Shan Lu and cherish the memories. You might want to go a bit longer on one of your tickets, but looks on quaddy or a multi-bet night at Menangle, which is not too difficult to tackle. And then today, Parks, Newcastle and Wagga, all having feature racing as a real bonus for the harness racing fans on a Friday afternoon into the Friday evening. That's brilliant, Mick. Uh, mate, appreciate your time. It's good to chat. Um, we'll be hearing a little bit more of you in this regular segment of a Friday and, and looking forward to that. Before you go, um, how's life over in New Zealand? Everything going okay for you over there? Quiet. Yeah. <laughs> um, in Auckland, there's, it's a severe lockdown. There's no cafes open. There's nothing. You can't go to a retail store. There's nothing going at all apart from supermarkets, which yeah. aren't much fun. Uh, that might change next week. The rest of New Zealand's at level two, which is 50 people in a restaurant level. Now, most importantly, racing continues, but Auckland's the biggest city. About one-third of the population lives here, and they've been in a hard lockdown for four weeks. We know it's nothing compared to Sydney and Melbourne. We realise we're all in this together, but doesn't stop you being a little bit bored. Uh, thank God for the footy on tonight of both codes, and thank God for the, of the racing being on, fellas, because... It'll keep us blokes and a couple of the girls least sane over the weekend. Well, as sane as possible. In my case, um, that's not very, but (laughs) (laughs) see you, Mick. We'll do our best, fella. Talk to you next Friday. Don't forget that meeting Wagga today is an absolute beauty. Race nine is a humdinger for Wagga. Tune in early to the harness racing if you're in lockdown. There he goes, uh, Mick Gearan, joining us on Finding Winners. Now Matt Jackson's on the line. Good morning, Matt. Yeah, good morning to Luke. Good morning to you, Luke. How are you? I'm well, mate. Um, we're Bulleye tomorrow night, aren't we? It's hard to, hard to keep track of uh, with Wentworth Worth Park out of um, action at the moment due to COVID. But have I got that right? We go to Bulleye tomorrow for the Metro meeting? Yeah, we are at Bulleye uh, tomorrow night. At the moment, it's, it's been alternating Bulleye one week, Dapto yep. uh, the next week. So, yeah, Bulleye tomorrow night, uh, Dapto next week, Bulleye the following week, and then... As it stands on the calendar, Wentworth Park will be back at the start of October, but of course that's all going to be dictated by COVID. But hopefully with, with the government announcing that there might be some restrictions easing, once we hit that 70% vaccination rate, hopefully we're back at Wentworth Park uh, exactly. somewhere in October. So that will be very exciting for all participants, no doubt. No doubt, mate. Let's keep our fingers crossed that uh, that happens. Uh, we want to get back to headquarters as soon as we possibly can, but... These South Coast tracks, uh, they've done a good job holding up the racing and Bulleye, eight of the best on Saturday night. Uh, let's go through your best bet first and then we'll get into the quaddy. Yeah, I, I thought, even though it's only eight races, I thought it was a very, very hard program. Found there's either going to be very short price favourites or the, or they're very, very wide open. The only best bet that I was able to find that I thought had an excellent chance at a decent enough price is race three, number eight go forward Bruno small field I think the draw uh, will suit him uh, he's he's been excellent in his last two uh, and I just think he gets a, a really good race chase home subtle art on Wednesday night that was a 
that was a really good run on that occasion. Showed terrific speed. No match late, but uh, ran nicely on that occasion. I think this is probably a little bit easier and will be strong at the end. And I think it's the one to beat race three, number eight. Go forward, Bruno, my only best bet tomorrow night at Full Eye. Okay, mate, beautiful. Uh, Quaddy, let's go through them. Yeah, the Quaddy, as, as I mentioned, I, I thought they were either very easy legs or, or very wide legs. So the first thing I'm only going to take uh, doing time. Uh, it's had the three starts uh, at Maitland and showed really good ability. It was outstanding there, uh, breaking the 25 seconds last start. Can bring that form to Bulleye. Pretty similar circuit, both big spacious tracks. Uh, from box three, I think it's certainly the one to beat. Race five, number three. Doing time, uh, I'm going to anchor it in the first leg of the quaddy. The second leg, certainly going wider. I thought it was a very tough race. One, two, four, seven, and six. It wouldn't surprise if, if any of those greyhounds uh, win the race. The third leg, number one, Aston Barak. He's just low flying at the moment. Draws perfectly. Uh, he's had three starts uh, from an inside box and won two of them and been placed on the other occasion. So he's got the perfect draw down there on the rail. I think he'll win. So we'll take him one out as well. And then in the last leg, uh, I thought there was only the three winning chances. One, Claretown, Jimmy, four, go, go, Chicago, and six, perfect. Patsy, one, four, six. So repeating those quality numbers, first leg, three only. Second leg, one, two, four, seven, and six. Third leg, one only. And the last leg, one, four, and six. So for $15, we get the full 100%. That's enormous, mate. And uh, five, six, seven, eight are those quaddy legs at Bulleye on uh, Saturday night. Thanks for your time as always, Matty. Uh, anything else to report for us in the Greyhound world before we let you go? Uh, Jungle Juice goes around at tomorrow tonight, so that'll uh, certainly capture a lot of attention. Uh, and Aston Rupee down in Victoria. Oh, what about him? That was he. He is a he is a freak for a dog that's he's still so young to be doing what he is doing um, is quite incredible and it's scary to think what he could achieve uh, in the next at least six months but even 12 months like there's there's the Phoenix coming up the, uh, the Melbourne Cup and then looking forward to next year and the, the Easter Egg and then the May Million Dollar Chase Series he could win a lot of money in the next six months but yeah that was an unbelievable run there yesterday obviously the Twilight probably probably aided with a with a warm afternoon and uh, it's probably a little bit easier to run times in the in in the day but still to to go out there and take two seconds uh two lengths rather uh off the the track record was quite phenomenal and yeah, i can't wait for him to to come to sydney and get to call him he, he is a dead set superstar no doubt about it yeah 29 79 i think it was yesterday um that he that he ran um or it might have been 77 Aston Rupi, one of the uh, real superstar greyhounds in the country at the moment. And we look forward to seeing the juice back tonight as well. He's a, a beauty. Thanks for your time, Matt. Cheers, mate. Enjoy your weekend.